What is going on, you beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the New Life Podcast. Today, our special guest is the bright and wonderful Courtney Snell. She is an influencer in many different ways via travel, fitness, and she takes a very holistic approach to life in all of her content. So definitely be sure to check her out, especially if you're a woman. She she gives a lot of valuable information for women and women's bodies. Definitely stay tuned for this entire conversation. We touch on many, many different things like what is life and how to develop a, a great mindset around our existence. So we get pretty deep. We get a little spiritual and we touch on ego as well and what role the ego plays in our life and um, you know how it can limit us, but also how it can serve us. So let's jump right into it. Here we go. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. So how do you like New Jersey so far? I love it. Yeah, so I'm originally from Ohio. And it honestly reminds me a lot of that. But it's good for a visit. (laughs) When someone says it's good to visit, that means it sucks. No, I still like it, though. And we were talking about that the other day. Like, even though it's raining, I think that's beautiful. I think it's all about perspective. And so how it is while I'm here is perfect and i've had a really good time you've showed me around and it's been really fun that's nice, awesome nice. like that song thank you for sunshine thank, thank you, you for, for rain my son loves that song <laughs> i bet he does yeah so we met back at the tony robbins upw and we west did. palm beach yeah and it goes to show the concept of surrounding yourself with like-minded people we were at an event all about how to unleash the power within yourself and mm-hmm. and work on your business work on your self-development and it was such a powerful, right? It was like 10,000 people there. Yep. So it was amazing to run into you. You guys were just sitting next to each other, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was It was an amazing event. The energy there, the people, all different people from different countries, people with different obje- objectives. Um, they were there for different reasons, you know, and and the group that we went with was amazing, which is, you know, all local people. Mm-hmm. And the seminar was great. The conversations we had even outside were great, you know. We went to the beach one day and yeah. it was amazing. Like every part of it just connected so well. And um I mean, UPW really changed me a lot. It changed the way I I I look at life in the sense of how I maybe didn't dedicate enough time to people around me like I should. Mainly family because I was always so busy with work. Yeah. And it made me realize that you know they 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 deserve more time you know and and it made me realize how good i feel when when i'm with like my family versus just working all the time that's yeah, awesome for sure that, connections everything i was just going to say the connection you have with them and like the connection you choose the connections you choose to develop in your life um obviously your family is a huge one um and like i said before like just choosing who to surround yourself with and where to spend your time like we were talking about the other day yeah like your time's your most valuable Resource. Resource, yeah. It's yeah. the only thing you can't get back. Yeah. Unless you can travel uh, faster <laughs> Time than light. Travel. <laughs> if you can travel faster than light. Maybe Elon Musk will figure that out. Yes, I think so. <laughs> oh, we're wearing the same pants, by the way. Different color. Ah. <laughs> I, I knew I liked it. <laughs> we were thinking of making the topic of the podcast today, what is life? What is life? Like, like <laughs> pretty trippy, but like, how do you measure measure it? with happiness, with success, with money, with connection, um, just throwing things out there. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking yesterday and people ask all the time, like, what is the point of life? And 
it is life. Like that is every day. Every day is the point. It's the journey. It's getting to know people. It's learning. It's growing. It's happiness. It's sadness. It's all of it because you can't have the good without the bad. You have to have all of it. So that is the point of house. That's how I measure my life is all of the experiences because your path is divine and everything's meant to happen. Like us meeting each other meant to happen. Yeah. Me coming to visit meant to happen. This podcast meant to happen. These words coming out of my mouth meant to happen. All of it is divine. Mm-hmm. Even if we're fumbling. Yeah. It's all, it's all just, it is what it is. The fumbles are some of the most important because that's where you learn and then you can grow and you can try again and keep going and know how strong you are from those fumbles. Like you don't know how strong you are from winning all the time. Like that doesn't mean that you're growing. You're not challenging yourself enough if you're not failing. Mm -hmm. So the fumbles, that lets you know who you are. Totally. And what I learned last night hanging out with you and just connecting well was the present moment is life. Mm. Like that is what life is. That's all that life And if you're living in the present moment, it can last a lifetime. Yeah. Right. We read that in the Daily Stoic and it just hit so hard because if you're enjoying the present moment always, then you're enjoying life forever. Yep. And it's like, how does one achieve that? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, there's going to be constant failure, but there should be. Mm -hmm. And um, it's okay to look at the past and look at the future. Right. You have to plan things. You have to learn from your past Mm -hmm. or like you might have warm warming memories right um so we were like having that conversation about is that being in the present moment if you're doing those things and it's just an interesting concept to me yeah i think it is and it isn't like you can't be consumed by them you know you can't let it overtake your thoughts and and control them like you can think about the past in a sense of learning from them um but applying them to the present instead of just worrying or thinking like, oh, I should have said that. I should have done that. Right. That doesn't, that doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Like it's right now. You thinking you should have done that, could have done that. Isn't going to change what was already done. So Sure thing. I feel like there's a lot of, um, I like to call them snowball effects of thought that people have every day. And the whole thing is pointless. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is a waste of time. Yeah. And being able to recognize and have the awareness to notice when your thoughts are on that path Mm. is the first step, obviously. But the second step is to reverse it or just move on completely, you know? Yeah, I feel like people get stuck. So I think life is just a line where it's either going up or it's flat or it's going down. But if you're living it right, it should be going kind of like up a little and you should be able to look at your past and just take the good and the bad and and basically you know just try to not make the same same mistakes you have and then also plan out your future so that you can make the best decisions possible to whatever you can control but not for example like i've been to places where people are recording an event like if you go to a concert or something or whatever like, it's okay to record so you can see it later. But some people are so focused on, mm-hmm. let's get a good videos and that. They're not even enjoying the concert, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel that you can try to prepare for the future and you can use the past to make your experience the best it can be. Mm-hmm. But also live in the moment, you know? 
it always comes back down to balance. And I feel like a lot of our topics we talk about, they all come back down to balance. And ba- and like balance can look different for different people. In in the same like topic, your balance might be a little different than mine for fulfillment. Yeah. Life is a wave, right? You said it, I don't know what you meant by it's going up, but like I always know it, it goes concept. it goes up and yeah. down, up and down. Life's like but the overall constant. trend should be up. But you know, if you're if you're living your ideal life, then it should always be going up, you know? Sure thing. But I feel like, you know, the downs are inevitable. Like you said, you can't have the good without the bad. Mm-hmm. And like life's a wave. And I think the goal is to have your wave like homeostasis. It's not necessarily ever gonna be straight. But I think it should be like a small dip, small increase versus going like this. Yeah, yeah where you have really high highs, really low lows, and people live their lives like that. And it's very taxing on your body. Mm-hmm. And you know, many things can contribute to it. Yeah. Like your chemical releases in your yeah. brain, like drug use, you're up here and then you're down here, just as an example. But it, it translates into other things as well. And that's why going back down to like living your passions, living mm-hmm. a career you love, putting people first, right. not money, for right. example. That's what is, will also help, in my opinion, to even everything out. Well, I think it's it's not so much like the waves. It's it's internal versus external for me. So like wild events could be happening, but the waves in your head, they are more steady. Mm-hmm. You know, like people could be dying. You could be going through tragic events. Like you could be losing your business. We're in a recession. Like so many different things could be happening externally, but internally, you're not letting that affect you. Like going back to the thoughts each day, we have 50 to 70,000 thoughts each day. Most of them are the same exact thoughts that we had the previous day. Your life is created by your thoughts. So if you're having the same thoughts every day, better better make sure they're good thoughts. Like you have to start in here if you want your life to go in that upward trajectory. Like that's at the end of the day. Totally. And that's where happiness comes from. It's not external. It's always internal. Your entire life, everything is internal. And everything's a mirror, like you everything's said. Everything's a mirror, yeah. And what we talked about in Steph's podcast, which was how to be an alpha or, or what it means to be an alpha. And we kind of concluded with strongly a sense of emotional stability, um, responding, not reacting. Mm-hmm. Like, like crazy things can go on externally, but you need to be able to process and respond appropriately, positively mm-hmm. and in every situation, no matter what. But I love that. Can you touch on the concept of like life's a mirror? Yeah, absolutely. Think about life. Um, it starts with your thoughts and your thoughts become feelings. Your feelings become actions and your actions become your life. So your life is literally started in your brain from your thoughts. So everything that you come into contact with, everything that is around you, your friends, it starts with your thoughts, it starts with your internal. Um, everything is a mirror in a sense that if you have core wounds, like you're going to manifest those into your life. If you have, say, mother or father wounds, those are going to manifest into your relationships because that's what you think you deserve. And so friendships, businesses, like you accept the love that you deserve and so everything that you create around you is going to meet a mirror of the love that you think that you deserve. A lot of people will self-sabotage because they're, it's a self self-fulfilling prophecy. So they think that they're not good enough. So they make it happen so that it's confirmed. Like they just make things happen. Manifesting's real. They, manifesting's absolutely real. But yeah, everything 
is a mirror. And it can be subconscious, right? Oh, yeah. Most of it's subconscious. Yeah, because I mean, you're you're limiting yourself. So if if you say I'm going to start a business and but I know I can only do a hundred thousand dollars a year, you're already putting that limit there. Mm -hmm. But if instead you say, you know, I'm going to start this business and I'm going to try to grow and once you get to one level you say okay now i can manage this what's the next step you know am i expanding am i looking for more volume versus you know always saying like i'm only going to do this i'm only going to do that and and also when you have so for example i want to touch back to when i was talking about a straight line so i can say in the last two years i've had more up ups and down than i did in the last five years but it didn't feel like that because the way I deal with things now, I mean, no, nothing gets to me in the sense that it doesn't stop me from where I'm going. Right. So if I encounter an issue, I try to find a solution. And if there's not a solution, then I have to move move on from that versus getting stuck, getting depressed and just going down and, and not react and not doing anything. about being, it. Being able to recognize what's controllable and what's not. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like you said, we're in a recession. Like, we can't control that. But, but there's always opportunity in recession. Yes, that's sure. what we learned at UPW. Some of the most opportunity is in the hardest times, I think. Yeah. Um, but going back to the mirror thing, like, everything's energy, right? Like, we are energy. So, however, we're vibrating, whatever our frequency is, that's what we attract in the world. So, I mean, you you can go through YouTube and look up binaural beats of different frequencies and listen to them and you try to change your frequency to manifest things like manifestation is a huge thing nowadays it's real absolutely but like you actually have to embody those things if you want to see them like you don't manifest what you want you manifest who you are so who you whoever you actually are like that's what you're going to see in your life if you are surrounded by people that you don't really like doing things that you don't really like it's probably because you don't really like yourself probably something going on in here so if you want to change your life, if you want to change the world, it starts with you. You heal yourself, you heal the world. I love it. Internal, external. And, and you said it starts with your thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. But like taking it a step further, like you just said, it starts with what you're surrounded by because that's going to influence your thoughts. You know what I mean? I would say yes and no. I think to a degree, for sure, environment is a factor, but like when you went to Costa Rica and you said that you were meeting all these different people that really didn't have very much, but they're some of the happiest people that you meet. Like Costa Rica is a blue zone. And it's not necessarily because it has such great infrastructure, so much going on. Like it's not, I mean, it's a beautiful place. It's one of my favorite places in the world. Absolutely. But it's because of the energy. Mm. Like it's because of the internal, it's because of the people, it's because of the thoughts that they think. Yeah, that is exactly right. Like we, we were surfing and we had a surf instructor and we were talking about the economy and different things. And my friend said, like, how are you doing? Like with, you know, work, career, financials. And he goes, I have enough. And he, just the way he said it, he was just, it was pure. It was, it was fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, I work here, I work there, I get by. And he's like, I'm happy. He's mm -hmm. like. He's like, he was almost shocked we asked him the question. He was like, money's, we need to talk about money. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's so idealized in today's society. And it's 
you know, it's powerful and it does a lot of good, absolutely. But I think it's just put on this pedestal of if you do or don't have it, then it determines who you are as a person. And I think you can be incredibly happy without money. I think you can be incredibly happy with money. I don't think money is a defining factor in somebody's happiness or who they are. Like some of the greatest people in history weren't necess- weren't the richest people. They grew from poverty. Yeah, they, they built from- something yeah. themselves. But yeah, they came from the nothing. Yeah, but it was their internal for sure. Um, and even like money makes you more of who you are. Amplifies. Yeah. yeah. So if you're an unhappy person that's empty, you getting money isn't going to change that not going to change that it actually might make things worse right it will because you'll realize oh no that money didn't fix me like i thought it would yeah and if you're a dark person and you got a lot of money you're only going to be darker yeah you're going to harm people yeah yeah because money does control people because again it's idealized in society Mm. and i'm not trying to demonize money by any means like i said money does a lot of good in the world but i don't think it should be a defining factor for how you feel about yourself or what you do in life. Like if something that doesn't make you a lot of money makes you happy, like don't let money keep you from doing that. Mm-hmm. Because again, it goes back to the people. Like however you, your purpose in life isn't public speaking. It's not providing meals to people. Well, actually, no, that is because you're serving people. It's not your gifts. Your purpose isn't your gifts. It's how your gifts serve people. People are always why you're here. It's to help other people. It's to heal other people. It's to make the world a better place. So it's not about the money. The money will come with whatever you do. But it's about serving people. It's about leading people. It's about helping people. And the unseen opportunities that come with that job that provides less money that fulfills you mm-hmm. is like immense. I think what what money really did to society was it created a lot of businesses that harm people instead of you know, providing something for them. So for example, Kellogg's, you know, or like, or like a liquor store or, you know, places like that. So I think we're blessed to be able to have businesses where we help people immensely. You know, you do it through fitness, you know, you heal people mentally and I provide them with food. And I feel that when, when you have, when you have a purpose and you have a goal and, and you're running a business, like I'm very savvy with my numbers, but I never I've never made a move in my business where the number one goal is to make more money ever. Mm. That's always the result. But I always say, you know what, I want to start servicing like when I start I just started servicing Cherry Hill and, you know, South. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it because I said, Oh my God, I'm gonna make so much money. I did it because I have a lot of people requesting it. So, you know, it makes me feel good that now they're going to be able to order meals and they are. Mm. And I got a a lot busier too, you know. So I feel that when you do things in that, with that mindset, Mm -hmm. they they just, they work out better because you're going in with good intentions. And and people can read that, you know, when when, when you're going in there and, and you're so happy that now you're servicing a new area or you're providing meals for someone. You know, I do a lot of pro bono stuff and I do it because, you know, I, I grew up poor in it and I know what it is to not always have food. So you're I'm I'm just doing it out of out of my heart. And I don't even post that stuff because, you know, I don't I don't want recognition for it. 
but it's you do it and that's that's love you know that to me that's and you know what's funny the last year i was i kept saying to myself i feel like i'm getting cheaper in the sense that you know if i wanted something i would go and buy it right away but it's not that i've gotten cheaper it's that other things make me happy now mm. so instead of me going out there and buying i don't know a jacket that i wanted or or, or you know something stupid like that or a new i like i used to always get the new iphone because I, I like tech a lot mm-hmm. but now i don't even care you know i'd rather spend the time and the money in something else and mainly if that if that something impacts another person so it's like my happiness has shifted into self-pleasure to i guess providing pleasure to, to other people <laughs> in a nice way <laughs> yeah <laughs> servitude Ser- you're yeah, talking about servitude. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure it does a service mindset is always going to get you so much farther because yeah people can read that people can recognize energy and and, and i did a lot of that when i was a kid i was very into church when i was young in dominican republic and we did a lot of you know building we would go to to small towns and feed children and i was like 10 or 12 and I think back to those days, and I was very, very happy. So I think that's why, you know, I'm I'm finding that through business and through life, you can really, really do what what makes you happy. You know, mm-hmm. totally. And it makes me think like when you were doing all those things, you were living in the analog world, like yeah. more more so, especially as when we were kids too. Um, obviously, each generation has more technology now. And I kind of wanted to ask you about that, like living in the analog world, like the real world, like looking up and observing just the trees around you, like all the little things that are real um, versus being on your phone or mm-hmm. just using technology in general. It curates a better environment for better thinking and positive thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I kind of want to ask you about that. And I want you to tell the, the people like more about yourself, what you do, mm-hmm. because your job is in the digital world. Yep. And obviously you manage that very well. But I just wanted you to maybe touch on like how you maybe balance that or mm-hmm. how you feel about that or what do you do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I do social media, um, Instagram and TikTok. Follow me, Courtney Snell with three L's. But I think you have to be very intentional, just like every other aspect of life. It's all about consciousness and in- intentionality. Um, so personally, yeah, I spend a lot of my time on social media, curating content, creating content, which I love. It's very fulfilling for me because I know I'm helping a lot of people with it. Yeah, it's very informational and yeah. positive stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm moving more and more into that. So I feel very blessed that I'm able to utilize social media. Like I think social media is so powerful. You're able to connect with people all over the world and help people all over the world like never before. Um, So there's so many benefits of it. And I think one of the things that helps me the most is that small moments are big for me. So like going through my day to day, like – everything is divine everything like i was talking about before everything happens for a reason so whenever i'm off my phone like i appreciate life so much taking walks living in tampa like i'm so happy that i live there i love it i love my friends 
I'm very intentional with how I spend my time. So I don't feel bad about being on my phone or being off of my phone. I'm very structured. I think that's also very important because I've gone through seasons where I wasn't as structured and you spend a lot more time on your phone or you don't spend as much time outside. Being outside in nature is just absolutely necessary for happiness. Like you have to connect with mother earth. You have to connect with nature and spirit and God. Like personally, that is an essential for my life and for my happiness. And so balancing being on my phone, make doing my work and also spending time outside of that, just like you guys, you have businesses and like it's work at the end of the day. It's very fulfilling. Luckily, all of us, we love what we do. Um, but we still need that intentional time of filling our own cup so that we can come back and fill others. Being intentional with your attention. Yes. Like I noticed, say, we, we sat right here and did our work. Like we were on our computers working on some things, have a seminar coming up, uh, have a yoga class coming up. So we were like silent and I could tell like you were locked in on what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. And like you didn't go on your phone. You mm-hmm. you were intentional with that intention right with what you were doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a key for people to realize like when you're doing something, when you're doing a task, don't be doing five things at once. I know you know this. Yeah, that's and why like, I started Mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so and being helped. able to direct that focus. And like I'll, I'll be working on something and then I'll randomly, I'll post something and then I'll go back to what I was doing and then I'll have a thought and I'll go like add that to my Amazon cart and like, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes like that's a good flow, but that attention and being able to dial it when you need to is so important. And a lot of people lack the ability to keep their attention on something for a longer period of time. Like oh, yeah. attention spans are lowering to like minutes versus being able to sit down and read a book for a straight hour. I heard something the other day and I don't know if you guys saw this too, but some studies said that we have an attention span as similar as a goldfish now. Have you have you seen that? I I I wouldn't be surprised. Similar things. I couldn't believe that when I read that. But I think that's more like the generation below us, though. I mean, we're not far away, so don't get me wrong. But yeah, the generation below me, which is you guys. (laughs) (laughs) What were you saying? Welcome back. Uh, Yeah, so I was talking about just being focused and and not being all over the place. You can still handle different things at a time, but just. At least for me, it works where I finish one thing and then move on to another instead of, you know, doing 20% five things instead of doing 100 and then moving on. I'm going to ask you guys a question. Yeah, go ahead. Do you think that's because we've become better with uncomfortability? Because I feel like a lot of times we'll distract ourselves. So we'll reach something with what we're doing and... It'll be some subconsciously uncomfortable or challenging. So then we check our phone. We get we look for something it's else comforting. to give us a mm-hmm. yeah a dopamine rush and some kind of comfortability and comforting. Definitely. So instead of I think doing that, reaching for our phone or, or distracting ourselves, we I, are lasered in and like, no, I this is priority. I'm going to finish this. So you power through. I mean, obviously, success lies outside your comfort zone. My favorite example is just like doing things that make you uncomfortable in terms of reacting with people or like doing public it makes you more peaceful yeah like going to that event that you're nervous to go to because there's a lot of people there that you don't know Mm -hmm. for example like that's my favorite comfortability uncomfortability to test i want to touch on well first what is life a lot of our life is our trauma 
Yep. And our trauma creates who we are. Yep. And how we deal with it creates who we are. Yeah. So I just want to touch on how to heal it. Mm-hmm. Um how to be aware of it, how to accept it. Personally, I think trauma can start, you know, from the womb. I think it can come from past lives. Um, Ancestrally, it can even come from somebody that wasn't in your lineage. Um, I think energy is so powerful that we can't fully understand how it connects. Because we are all one at the end of the day. We all came from the same place. We are all connected. We're all brothers and sisters. Yes. Um, but trauma does form who we are. It forms our thought patterns, our actions, um, our personality, um, at our core. So when we're little, how we used to play, we didn't really have cares in the world, you know what I mean? But we've been programmed over time to care about certain things, have beliefs about certain things at the Tony Robbins event. He asked us, he's like, how many of you believe things? Everybody raised their hand, of course. How many of you know where those beliefs came from? Not as many people rose, raised their hand. Of those that know where you, they came from, are they your own or were they other people that gave them to you? 90, I don't want, 99% of people, their beliefs come from programming from somebody else, from traumas, from events happening to them. And so going through life, unless you acknowledge that, it's like you're living somebody else's life. It's not even your own life. I mean, religion is a great example of that. For example, you know, if you think, I grew up Catholic, if you think of what happened to Jesus, when I was a kid, I I could feel that. Like I could, Mm. when that time came during the year, which is, you know, Mm. now in April, um, I could feel like that pain of of seeing Jesus on a cross, you know? Mm. So to me, that's like trauma that has been passed on. And it's not even my... Who knows, you know, it's probably not even my my descendancy or right, whatever. Right, yeah, but it's still all connected. And like you said, like, we're going to hold that. Our body keeps the score. So we hold our trauma in our body. Like, if you have an ache somewhere, I've heard stories about this, where somebody just had an ache in their body for however long, and they did breath work. And through the breath work, they went through this experience where they had a past life regression of realizing they were... And this might be a lot woo-woo for a lot of people, but just listen. Um, (laughs) But they had a past life regression where they were in this war and they were stabbed somewhere in their body, right where they had that pain in this life. And through breath work, they were able to realize that and release that pain and release that trauma. But if you want to talk about trauma in these lives, you can be going through something as a child and store that in your body. And until you realize it and confront it as an adult, it's going to stay in your body. Like everything needs intentionality and you have to look internally and sit with yourself to release these things. Otherwise, you're always going to hold them. And you're, again, coming back to the mirror, you're going to project those things and you're going to create a life that shows you what trauma you hold. Mm-hmm. And I want to give a good example. Um that's a little less woo for people <laughs> yeah. for this lifetime. Yeah. And it's something I learned in yoga. And it's simple, right? So you your muscles get tight. And stretching is a great way to release that tension. Mm-hmm. But what makes them tight? Trauma. Whether it's physical, mental, from your childhood, you, you are storing that 
in different places of your body. And the hips are a big, big one. And it comes down to basically my favorite concept, which is movement is medicine. Mm. And you can't fix a feeling problem by thinking. Mm -hmm. So I think a big first step for a lot of people to find their trauma or heal their trauma, even if they don't even know what their trauma is, is to move your body. Mm. Stretch your body. Open it up. Work out. Go outside. Like It'll help you realize these things. Mm -hmm. And like stretching... And like holding stretches for at least a minute, like pick a few stretches and just hold them, not painfully, for over a minute. And you'll you'll like feel things. You'll learn things about yourself. You'll release that tension. You'll release that trauma. It literally goes into your bloodstream and you release those toxins into your bloodstream and you process it. Mm -hmm. And it's common to feel emotions because you're literally processing them. Yep, you're releasing them from you because they're stored. And it's an never-ending thing like the next day if i did a really hard workout that put physical trauma on my body and now i'm tight again it's a constant 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 cycle and like let's say you went through a breakup that was really hard for you you're gonna store mental trauma somewhere and the only way to release that one is time and two is move your body stretch open it up Mm -hmm. feel it yep yeah internal reflection is everything and that's why I think like therapy is so important. Breath work is so important. Meditation is so important. Psychedelics are so important. Like these different modalities help you in so many different ways because they help you to get different perspectives. They help you to look deeper internally um, and that, heal yourself. That's like, what they all have in common is reflection. Yeah. Internally. Mo- mostly there are obviously some forms of meditation that are external, but mm-hmm. Most of like all those things are looking into yourself, looking into your own mirror and seeing what's there. Right. Yeah. And a lot of these things, I don't know about you guys, but personally, like there's large sections of my childhood that I don't remember. Like there's huge blank spots and that's a trauma response. Like that's very common in people is that they'll disassociate and it's their body and mind protecting them to not remember these things because they don't want to feel that pain like your body like that's actually one of the main things like psychologically psychologically that we do is we try to avoid pain that's why we distract ourselves that's why we want to get dopamine rushes that's why we want to be comfortable it's because we want to avoid pain um and so disassociating not having those memories like that's a huge example of not having to deal with those pain but when you go into these Um, healing modalities you're able to recognize these things remember these things like I've gone through breathwork sessions and remembered traumatic things that have happened to me that I didn't even know of and then I'm able to confront them accept them and release them and I'm lighter afterwards I think that's one of the huge things with healing is that you're lighter like you're literally a lighter human being after you let these things go because I don't want to like for it to be some kind of negative thing. Like everybody has trauma, but in a sense it is baggage because it, it's going to. It's holding you down. It is. It does hold you down. Like it's. What'd you say about healing? It's remembering. It's right? remembering. It's not. Yeah. Learning. It's remembering. It's not learning. Yeah. Cause going back to being a kid, like you're free and carefree and you just love, like you don't let anything affect you or 
worry about things you're not worried about other kids like you're you just don't give a fuck <laughs> you don't give a fuck yeah you're just playing you're just having Vibing. fun you're just being you're vibrating you're being yes and so that's what healing is it's returning to that inner child that's why inner child work is so important because that's where it all starts like as we're children as we first we gain that conscious consciousness uh, enough to know there's good and bad things like when we're young like there's no good and bad it's just like you're just having fun you're just doing stuff and then your parent says no don't do that that's bad like you're a bad kid and you're like oh shit i was just playing like am i not allowed to play and then you hold that throughout your life the concept of parenting. We should do a whole podcast. <laughs> we should do. A whole Not that we're parents, podcast. though, but you are. I am, yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, it's fun, and like I, I'm, I'm, I consider myself to be a strict parent. Mm-hmm. So, like, if Kendrick wants to use his iPad, he calls me, and he'll ask me if he can use it. He puts a timer on it. He has to read, you know, a certain amount of time every day. There are certain things that he has to do, and he's only four. Where nowadays most kids will have a tablet with them all day, you know, they don't, if he leaves, if he eats, he has to pick up his plate, put it in the dish, in the dish room, um, just teaching him. I mean, that's how I grew up and, and I feel like nowadays a lot of parents don't, don't teach that to their kids where they don't, you know, they don't even know how to cook. They don't, they don't know how to do anything. And it, it's just. It's just getting them ready for life. Life is not handed to you. So in the analog world. Yeah. So I feel like if if you teach them when they're young and you make them understand that they're not entitled to everything, then they're gonna maybe. I mean sometimes sure. they're just gonna fuck up no matter what. But at <laughs> that's least what try, life's you know? all that's yeah. part of life. Yeah. Fucking up, failing. But you're 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 reducing the chances at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're you're setting them up for success and that's all you can do yeah. um yeah we're all just doing the best we can i mean too. They, they had a hearing i don't know when we're going to post this but yesterday they had a hearing with the ceo of tiktok number one to me it was embarrassing to our country i mean the people asked they were this guy asked the question if uh, when you're on tiktok does it connect to the wi-fi at your home like how else are you going to access it you know so it's crazy i mean when whenever the congress does a hearing with either pharmaceutical companies or or tech it's embarrassing they don't get ready for it they're asking questions that make no sense and they're over here asking the ceo of tiktok all these questions about what if an eight-year-old goes on tiktok and this and that but no one asks and he just kept saying you know we have these tools to monitor that and to prevent you know whatever but it's also at the parents discretion and the congress never mentioned that i mean what, why are you asking this guy? Tell the parent, you know, why is your kid on the phone 20 hours a day? Yeah. Why do they even have a TikTok? Right. You know, the, my, my son doesn't have doesn't have it. And I have restrictions on all his apps. So I'm taking the steps in order for him not to see a girl twerking or a guy, you know, doing something stupid. And I, I just feel like at home there's not enough restrictions when it comes to i mean there's a lot of crazy shit out there that kids can see nowadays it's all and there and they're they have all these phones and these tablets just open they can search whatever they want right right that's scary yeah yeah it is it's interesting stuff 
Yeah. I'm curious to see where the world's going to be in 10, 20 years. But uh, like we talked about before, it's not that we need to worry about it. We can only control yeah. what we can control. Yeah. So, and I think we're moving but a, in a gr- really great direction. Like there is light always prevails sure. at the end of the day. Like light warriors. love and light. Yeah, it's going to prevail. There's nothing that they can do to stop it. Um, they can try with all their might. But I think especially our generation is so pivotal in this because we are awakening. We are becoming conscious. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And we were making moves. And especially with the social media, like we're able to connect and like create more numbers of these conscious people. Yeah. So, and we're planting those seeds and like the generations that follow, like they're going to take, pick up where we leave off and like continue that fight and make a better world. I have full faith in us. So love it. Yeah. Anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Mm. So getting breathwork certified, if you would like to experience that, learn more about it, get some healing on, I would love to help you or just follow me. I'm teaching about breathwork, proper breathing, cycle syncing, divine feminine, all of that. Let's heal the world together. 100%. And she'll be doing a breathwork class at the studio at some point. Heck yes. Awesome. Word. Awesome. Love you guys. Keep enjoying life and uh, stay positive. Peace. Peace.